Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I want to welcome y'all to our midweek Bible study here at Liberty Christian Church International. This is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. It is an awesome day to be in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Let's just give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. We worship you, God. We magnify your name. Let's go before him, before the throne of grace. Father God, we worship you, God. We magnify your name. We adore you, God. We thank you, God, for who you've been and who you are, God. We thank you, God, for giving us breath in our body on this day. For this is the day that you have made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. So, God, no matter what we've gone through, no matter what we've done, we simply come to you on this moment, at this hour, and at this time to simply say thank you. Thank you for being our God. Thank you for being our Savior. Thank you for being our joy, our peace, our love, our comfort, our long-suffering. Thank you for being all of that to us. For your word declares that you are I am so we thank you God right now now God we ask you to forgive us of our sins sins of our uh, minds our thoughts our deeds and our actions sins against your will sins against your purpose and sins against your plan against uh, sins against your plan for our lives God we ask you to cast those sins into the sea of forgiveness never to be remembered again now God as we prepare our hearts and minds for the word we thank you God for opening up our heart opening up our ears opening up our minds so that we can draw closer to you. It is in your son Jesus' name that we pray. Amen, amen, amen. It's an awesome day to be here in the presence of God. Amen. If I didn't, uh, if I didn't know any better, I would think that we, uh, we had something special going on today. Amen. I, I'm not sure. Um, but I believe that it may even be uh, uh, one of the kids' birthdays. Is it? It's not. No. I'm, uh, maybe it's uh, uh, somebody. I'm not sure, but um, I, I do believe somebody uh, has a birthday today. Amen. 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 No, really. And be honest with you. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you so much. It's my birthday. I am celebrating 44 years. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. I'm celebrating 44 years on the earth. Amen. And and in light of everything that's been happening, uh, I can't even say recently, but over our four, over my 44 years, it's a blessing and an honor just to be able to stand here and say in my right mind, thank you for the happy birthdays. Thank you, God, for just blessing me and keeping me even when I couldn't keep myself. Amen. So just with that in thought in mind, I want to get into some word on this evening. You know, they act, they said I was crazy for having Bible study tonight on my birthday, but there's no place I'd rather be on today, amen, than to be with you all. My kids are here, my, my, my partner that runs with me everywhere, Kevin, yeah, Deaconess Tansy's here, amen. So, so it's just been a, it's an awesome time to just be able to do this. I saw a beautiful, wonderful cake with my name on it. I can't wait to get there, but we ain't going to say all that. Amen. <laughs> but we're going to jump into some word on this evening. Matter of fact, if you have your Bibles, your cell phones, whatever you may have, lift up your Bibles real quick and repeat after me. Lord, I thank you that I have a Bible. It is my personal copy of God's purpose, God's plan, God's design for my life. Therefore, I am a believer and not a doubter. I'm not just a hearer, but I'm also a doer, and my life has been better 
after hearing the word of the living God. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Give a round of applause for yourselves. Amen. Amen. It is just an awesome time. Now, I want to jump right into this because I promise you I'm not going to keep you all long on this evening. Um, I do want to dive into that cake, but there is, uh, there is a word, there is a teaching from God. And last week I began talking about, as we've been in dealing with this series, living a Christ-like life daily, uh, we, de we started dealing with partnerships last week. Partnerships and understanding what a partnership is. Uh, matter of fact, we have, to, we have gotten to a place where we defined partnership as this. Um, if you can go to that first, that, that first slide. What is a partnership? What is a partnership? Listen, a partnership is this. It's having something in common uh, or an interest which causes two or more people to agree and work towards something together. Once again, a partnership is this, having something in common or an interest which causes two or more people to agree and work towards something together. All of us have partnerships, amen? All of us uh, uh, work together with someone, whether you're a kid and you're in school, whether you're on work, at work and you have uh, partners that you do assignments with or if you deliver something, people that you may deliver things with, there are partnerships that we have to have and understanding what a partnership is we also have things that partnerships aren't typically don't always have to have the aspect of something we're going to get to scripture soon but that second slide simply says this a partnership is not friendship amen it's not friendship but it can but a partner can be a friend Somebody needs to know that. A partnership is not a friendship, it ha although partners can be friends. Um, number two, it's not optional if one intends to succeed. If you intend to, tend to succeed in life, you have to have partners. Amen? You have to have somebody who's looking out for your behalf. You have to have somebody who has your best interests at heart. Amen? You have to make sure that people that are with you are not followers because followers simply are there to see what you do. And they gleam or they gravitate towards your success, and yet they walk away when you fail. Amen? But a partner, because they have a vested interest in you, they're there for the long ride. They're there to make sure that when you fall, they encourage you to get back up. They're there when you succeed or when you need knowledge and they have an expertise in something. They're there to make sure they lend their knowledge to you for the success of what it is. Not only that, we aren't always, we are partners just like people partner with us. There are people's lives that we're in, lives that we're involved with, where we are the partners for them. It's not always about who's the partner for us. Amen? And if you're a partner, you got to understand this thing too. My point, my third point is this, that it, you can be misunderstood if one's heart isn't in the, is in the wrong place. Amen. 
Yeah, every partner or people that you partnership with, if you have not properly vented that person, they may come into the partnership with the wrong motive. Amen? They may come into the partnership with the wrong thoughts or the wrong processes or the wrong abilities, and yet and still, because you've partnered with them, now you're bind or you're locked into a contract. Amen? But a partner's true nature is to look out for your best interests. Amen. And so not only that, um, when we look at partnership, I want us to look at uh, look at uh, another look, actually look at um, another point. Go ahead to that next slide for me because I need to see what it is. Um, get this. A partner is one who gives all they have in order to do what? Make you who you are. Yeah, a partner, I, I know we haven't gotten the scripture yet, but a partner is one who gives all they have in order to make you who you are. You're saying, well, pastor, why, what does this have to do with the word of God? Well, I'm going to get there real quick. I need you to, I need you to drop these down because I'm really going over where we got to last week. Number two, a partner makes you all that you are. Yeah, it is not only make you who you are, a partner uh, uh, gives all they have to make you all you are. Yeah, I I'm coming back to that real quick. Number three, a partner uh, gives all they have to make you all you will be. See, once again, I told you a partner has a vested interest in everything you do. Number And guess what? Not only that, a partner will give all they have in order for you to be powerful. Somebody say powerful. Successful and productive. That sounds like God. Amen. Uh, a, a partner wants you to be powerful, successful, and productive. Why? Because when we talk about the kingdom of God, we believe that God has put his name on the line for us. And if God puts his name on the line for us, he does it in order for us to succeed. Amen. Amen. And if God does that in order for us to succeed, he wants to ensure that we have the proper tools, the knowledge and the wisdom to be who he called us to be. Go ahead to the next slide for me. Now, 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 a partner does this also. He gives a, a partner gives their time, gives their resources and gives their knowledge. Yeah, a partner gives their time, their resources, their knowledge, and their energy. Guess why? All in order to see what? The success of another. Yeah, do you know some partners in your life? Uh, young people, your parents partner with you because they want to see you succeed. That's why your parents are always giving you nuggets and wisdom and things that they teach you about life. So, so constantly when they're pouring into you, you know, young people, when, when you don't want to hear your parents talking to you and they're constantly pouring into you about how to, uh, how to act right in public, how to uh, do the right thing in school, how to dress, how to walk, how to speak, what not to do in life is because they want you to guess what? Do what? What is that? They want to see your success. They want to see the success of you. And just like your natural parents, your godly father wants the same thing. 
So if your godly father wants the same thing, he has given us a plan of action. He's given us this book right here, the Bible, in order for us to gain the understanding of his what? His resources. He's given this book right here in order for us to gain an understanding that he's not bound by time, but he gives us all of his time. Not only that, he gives us this word for our, uh, he gives us his word of his knowledge so that we will not be uh, taken by surprise by the tactics of the enemy. Amen. We, we, he wants us to, he, he wants us to prosper. He wants us to succeed. He wants us to move and operate as kingdom citizens in a position where we have authority. You can't have authority from a place of, uh, of not knowing. The Bible puts it like this. My people perish because of a lack of knowledge. So now if, I have, if he's given me his knowledge, guess what? He also gives me his energy. That means, that means I don't have to worry about going to God and he sleep. Amen? I don't have to worry about going to God. And he's not listening because he's dealing with somebody else's problem. I don't have to worry about going to God and he's saying, you know what? Give me about 10 or 15 minutes. Let me get myself together and I'll come back and talk to you. No, we, 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 when we go to God in prayer with an earnest and a sincere heart, God hears our prayers. God responds to our prayers and God acts on our behalf. Amen. So now if he acts on our behalf, all in order to see the success of one another, not just you, but that person sitting next to you, not just you, but every person that's a seed of yours. When, when, when you speak to God, God does not do anything uh, against what his plan, his purpose and his design is for your life. But he wants you to really succeed in your life. Somebody say he wants me to succeed. I'm going to teach this thing. Go ahead to the next slide for me. Uh, not only that, we have to figure out what part do we play in the partnership. What part do you play in the partnership? Well, I told you this is where we sort of left off last week. Uh, we simply accept what he did and does in our lives. Amen? Do you know how to accept what he did and what he does in your life? Uh, and that's meaning that uh, just like I told you on Sunday, when Joseph was talking to his brothers, he told his brothers what the enemy meant, which you meant for bad, my God meant it for good. So he, uh, he realized that God allowed him to go through some things in order to get to the position he needed to be in, in order to save his family, in order to save a people. So we have to uh, uh, we have to realize that there is a partnership that 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 he that we simply have to accept what he did and does in our lives. That doesn't mean it's always going to be nice. Amen. That means that God will do some things that's going to make us scratch our head, that's going to make us get angry, that's going to make us not always uh, uh, agree with it. But we have to accept his perfect will for our life. Amen. Not only that, 
because we accept what he did in our lives, we get the opportunity to benefit from what he did and what he does. Does everybody like to benefit from what God does in their life? I truly do. I, I can speak for myself. I do. He said, all, the scripture teaches us that all things work together for the good of them that what? Love the Lord that are called according to his purpose. So now if we're accepting what he did and then we, we, we benefit from it, the last thing that I want you to get is that we live by his words for our lives. How do we live by his words? Because we study his word. My favorite scripture, study to show thyself approve, a workman who need not be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word. Go ahead to the next slide, please. Because I need you to get this real quick. The, my, my, my final question before we get to scripture and deal with this is, who do you have in your life? Do you have partners or in your life or people looking for personal reward through your platform? What do I mean by that? Are, are people just tagging along in your life because you have something that's going to get them notoriety? Do you have something that's going to get them exposure? Do you have something that they have not been afforded in their life and so now they attach themselves to your life to get access to that thing that you have that they don't have access to? Go ahead to the next slide for me, because I need you to challenge that, because, uh, matter of fact, go to the next one. I'm not ready for that yet. Um, be, uh, just remember that one, because we're going to come back. Go to the scripture one, the one that's on the lower thirds. Amen. Amen. Okay, take off that. Uh, you got to take off the other one, because Philippians 1 and 6 says this. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. There we go. Amen. He said, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. What does that mean? That no matter what you're going through in your life, no matter what you're going through in your situation, no matter what it's been in your life, that he who has begun a good work, who is he? God is he. Amen. God is he. And because he is the perfecter, because he is the author and the finisher of your life, we realize that what he's doing it until the day of Jesus Christ. And he has it says he who has begun a good work. Everybody here is a good work. Amen. Amen. Uh, every, I need y'all to realize that and understand that, that everybody here is a good work. Yeah, yeah, somebody, it seems like nobody believes that about themselves. Are you a good work? Even in, the, even in the worst of situations, if God has, if you have given your life to Christ, he has begun a what? Good work in you. So no matter what the test comes, no matter what the trial is, no matter how many times you got knocked down, no matter how many times you got to stand back up, the Bible says he who has begun a good work in you shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. So even when I'm at my lowest moments, Kayla, hey, Kayla, even when I'm at my lowest moments, he's still done a good work. Even when... For my young people, even when you get in trouble at home, you're still a good work. Yeah, even in relationships, 
after you've had that big blow up and argument, you're still a good work. Even when, young people, your grades don't look right, you're still a good work. Yeah, and because he's partnered with you, once again, we're talking about what? Partners, right? And because he's partnered with you, he has to continue to perform, try to perform this thing, recondition your mind. He has to continue to try to redevelop you, not try because he's God, but he has to continue to redevelop you so that you can see that the goodness of the Lord is good. Why? Because there are going to be tests that the enemy throws at you. There are going to be trials that the enemy throws at you. There's going to be situations that the enemy throws at you where he's going with the enemy's design and desire is to try to destroy who God said you would be. Amen. His design and desire is to take away your love for God. Why? Because if he can take away your love for God, then he can take away your hope in God. If you no longer love God, you will never hope in his salvation. You'll never hope in him doing a good work in you. If you don't love God, then, he'll, then, then the enemy will tell you that there is no purpose for your life. And you could do whatever you want to do in this world. Amen? Amen. Amen. So now if, if that's who God is and that's what God is doing, then we realize that he has to, that, that God is continuously manifesting and developing you and bringing you into right relationship in order for you to be his what? His good work. Hmm. He, he, he requires from you discipleship. Discipleship fosters good work. Discipleship fosters a desire to be close to him. So now go ahead to the next slide for me, please. He said what in John 14, 15 through 18? If you love me, do what? Keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. Yeah, because he's partnered with you. He's requiring of you because a partnership is twofold, right? When you're in a partnership with somebody, they're doing something for you. And we've already talked about how he's doing everything he has to give you power to be successful and to walk in purpose. But not only that, amen, amen. Not only that, is he also giving you the opportunity, the blessing, and the resources in order for what? Good works. But he also said you got to do one simple thing. Keep his commandments. Yeah, you got to be able to keep. How do we learn his commandments? Well, first of all, we got to open up this. However you got it, whether it's on your iPad, whether it's on your phone, whether it's you got to listen to it, whether you got to, whatever you got to do, you got to open this up right here to understand his commandments. Why? His commandments are not just to jump, jump around and shout. His commandments are not just for you to see the blessing. His commandments are for you to live a righteous and holy life. Because if you can't 
Mm. Romans 12 verses 1 and 2 says, I beseech thee, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you lit, that you, uh, look, enemy. I beseech thee, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your body as a living sacrifice. Somebody say living sacrifice. Let me ask you this. Whoever wants a dirty sacrifice? <laughs> if somebody came to you with an offering, a treasure, and it was filthy and dirty, would you want to accept it? No, no, no. You're going to look, you're going to say, you, you're going to look at it, you'll be like, okay. But you could have done a little bit better. But this is how we come to God every day. We give God this small portion. We give God this, this, minimal, uh, this minimal amount of time. We give God these things and this access to us that's minor when all he says is, I want to be in relationship with you. What is a relationship? Have you ever been in a relationship that you like where somebody only gave you minimal time? <laughs> Have you ever been in a relationship where they told you, well, I'll call you later and you don't hear from them for two years? Are you still in that relationship? But when God says what? If you love me, keep my commandments. God, but your commandments are hard. No, they're not. Not if you are in a relationship with me. Let me ask my married people who have been married, my married folks, Pastor Cash, welcome. Have you, when, when, when you got married, did you go, did, after you said the vows, did you say, okay, now I ain't paying attention to none of them vows. I'm just going to keep on walking and do my own thing. I just did that for all the people. Would your spouse accept that from you? So now, if your spouse won't accept it to you from you, why do you believe that God does? Yeah, why, why do we believe that God does? Oh, because he's not visible right here in front of us, but he is visible in front of us. But God can't talk. Yes, he can talk to you if you listen. If you open up his word, he's talking to you through every book, through these 66 books right here. He's talking to you every day. Well, I don't hear God. Well, when the last time you talked to God? <laughs> God got to answer my prayers. When the last time you actually got down and just honored God with your prayer? Not asking him for anything, but just... Mm. How many people here love relationships where they wake up in the morning when their spouse goes to work or their, their significant other and you get a text from them that says, hey, have a wonderful day. Hey, how you doing today? Hey, you know, I'm just thinking about you. Hey, when you come home, we're going to have a nice dinner. When you get off work, they, they tell you, well, whatever you had, whatever was on your heart today, just leave it at the door. We're going to have a good evening. We don't do that with God. We, 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 God, thank you for waking me up this morning. God, I love you, you know. I, I may not have acted right today, God. <laughs> but thank you for not killing me for not acting right. Thank you, God, for giving me new mercies. When, when we begin to partner with God, we see the best of who he is in everything that we do. Amen? Oh, my Lord. We see the best of who he is in no matter what we do. Because he is God. And because he is God, he loves us. And because he loves us, he cares for us. Because he, see how this continues? Because he cares for us, he takes care of us.
Because he takes care of us, he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Because he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He said, I'll never leave your seed begging bread. See what relationships access does? Relationship access provides the provisions, the power, the success, and the platform God has for you. This is what partnership does. See, when you walk in partnership, when you walk in agreement, everything that you do, even when, when, even when you're wrong, God will correct you. God will use it as a teaching point. When you do something wrong, God doesn't, he chastises you because he wants to keep you. Go ahead to the next scripture for me because there's more to this than this. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And he'll do what? And I will pray the Father. And guess what? He will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. Go ahead to the next one because I, I, I need you to get this. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. He said, if you love me. I'll send you. See, see, it, different versions of the Bible when it talks about the Holy Spirit. The NIV version calls him your comforter. Mm. The, the, the New American Standard Bible calls him your guide. Yeah, the, 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 uh, the message Bible calls him your friend. Yeah, the, see, somebody, somebody's missing that. The, the, the King James Version, your comforter. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm in partnership with God through my relationship with Jesus Christ, he now releases his spirit that dwells in me to guess what? To lead me, to be my comforter, to be my friend, to be my God. <laughs> Who wouldn't want a partner like that in their life? The Bible says, see, see, too many people and whoever's listening right now. Too many people get into a relationship and a partnership with the enemy whose sole goal is to roll around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Yeah, the, 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 the partner that they get in, in relationship with says mm, he's the father of lies. Yeah, the, the, the friend that he gets into relationship with is a deceiver. The reason too many relationships end because you don't put that relationship in the hand of your partner. You don't put your you don't put it in the hand of God in order to tell you if it's right or not. You get to the altar with relationships. You say I do, then you walk then you walk over here and it crumbles and God never told you to say I do. Awesome. Mm. God never told you to say I do, but you asked God to cover it. And because then you don't want to submit it to him, now you're wondering why all type of hell going on in your household. Yeah. yeah. He said, but it's not, it, it neither sees him nor knows him. But guess who knows him? He said, but you know him. For he dwells with you and will be in you. Yeah, a partner who, matter of fact, digging the sands, go back to that first, I, I, matter of fact, go back three slides, not the scripture, but my first, my last point. 
My la the last one that I said we'll come back to. Because get this, if he dwells in you, it's the one that said, uh, 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 it, it says, yeah, because if we partner with Christ and the Holy Spirit dwells on the inside of us, guess what? We have power. It's simple. We, the Bible says that Jesus told his disciples not to go anywhere and try to do ministry without what? power. If you are a child of God, you should not be moving without power. What is ministry? Every day, every person that you speak to when you wake up, that's ministry. I'm not just talking about in the church building. I'm talking about when you get in your car. I'm talking about when you on your job. I'm talking about with your friends. I'm talking about with your frenemies. I'm talking about with your co-workers. I'm talking about with your flat out enemies. That's ministry. And if you're operating under the Holy Spirit, you're operating with power. Power to what? Power to trade over lions and scorpions and young adders. Power to speak to that thing and know that... Mm, Power to speak to that thing. What's going on in your life that you need to speak to? What's going on in your life that you need to change the atmosphere and you need to speak to it because you're operating in power? Yeah, are your finances, are your, is your relationship, is your spiritual relationship operating in power? I'm done when I get through this list. Now, also, when we operate under, under the Holy Spirit, we have the opportunity to partner with Christ to prosper. The Bible says it's simple. I know we get taboo when, Pastor Lewis, we get taboo when we talk about prospering. Oh my God, he about to ask for some money. Oh my God. He, no, but the Bible says, I pray that you prosper so as your soul prospers. That's scripture. That's, that, that's word. So now if I'm powering with God, if I have the power of the Holy Spirit operating on the inside of me, I'm still built to prosper. Mm-mm. And if I'm prospering, then I have the power to partner to succeed. Mm. My success, mm. my success comes from the partnership. If I go out here right now and Apple puts their name on a product I create, am I guaranteed success? Yeah. Let, let's be real. <laughs> Anything that says Apple, I don't care how small it is, how big it is, there are millions upon millions of people that will get it just because it has that Apple on the back. That, that, that simple little product could be a light for your key, but I guarantee you'll sell two billion of it just because it has an Apple on it. When will we realize that when we, when we speak the name of Jesus, when we Go before the throne of God daily that he has given us the power to partner with him to succeed. Anybody need success in their life? I'm going to lift my hand up on that by myself. Yeah, anybody need a breakthrough? Anybody need to come from? Mm, yeah, there are some people who needs breakthrough, who needs opportunity. And you missed the mark because you've relied on your own hand instead of partnering with God. We are healed by partnering with Christ. Mm. The Bible said that healing is the children's bread. The Bible says in Isaiah, what? 
I'm, I, I, got a, I got a church full of, uh, of saved folks. So, so if I say Isaiah and we talk about healing, what's, what, what, do we, what do we recite? He was, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. We have access to healing. We, I, I know this is the old church. There's a bomb in Gilead. <laughs> There's healing. I don't got to make it to the pool of Bethesda. When, when I speak the name of Jesus, no matter where I'm at, and I'm not just talking about your physical healing, but healing in your mind, healing in your heart. Anybody ever had a broken heart that they have not allowed it to heal? Anybody ever had a broken heart and it needed to be mended and we simply covered it up? Yeah. When you speak his name, there's healing in his name. We are delivered. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get through this. We, we are delivered. Give me about three more minutes. We are delivered when we partner with Christ. We talked about this Palm Sunday. When Jesus entered into Jerusalem, the disciples and all those that were there worshiping said what? Son of David, save us. They cried out, Hosanna. Son of David, save us. That no matter where you are in your life, the Bible says if you call on the name of Jesus, you shall be saved. He didn't say, I, I'm not answering the person that's in the crack house. He didn't say, I'm not answering the person that's in that bed. He, he said, if you call on the name of Jesus, what? You shall be saved. This Sunday, I'm going to start a series, and, and I'm going to release this called Monster in Me. It's called Monster in Me. Yeah, it, it, it's a deliverance series. And the scripture, our foundational scripture for it is going to be Matthew 10, verses 1 and 2. And it, the Bible says this. He gave his disciples power to cast out unclean spirits. Mm. Unclean spirits. He, he gave his disciples the ability and the power to deliver. But we haven't been operating in that power. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm going to hit these last couple. We are saved because we partner with Christ. John 3.16 says what? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. By his death on the cross, he partnered with us. By his resurrection, the Bible, we partner with him when we accepted him because the Bible says when he died, we died with Christ so that when he was raised, we were raised with Christ. That's a partnership. That, that's a partner. That means I, partake, I, I, I took part in his death and that means I get to take part in his resurrection. Mm -mm -mm. We have eternal life with Jesus Christ. And see, I need somebody to, somebody to catch this. We have eternal life with Jesus Christ. Everybody has eternal life. It's where you decide to spend your eternal life. 
I don't plan on spending my eternal life burning up every day. I don't plan on spending my eternal life with canker worms and worms eating at my flesh every day. I want a partnership not for flesh, but I want a partnership for purpose. See, the enemy flashes. Pastor Lewis, my, my, my favorite not, 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 not my superheroes, but my favorite cartoon, Transformers. Transformers. I love Transformers. In the first movie, um, 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 what's, what's the singer name that was in the movie? The, 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 the one that was in Baby Boy. What's his name? Tyrese. Tyrese has a famous line in that movie that I love. No, now bring the rain. He said, when he was talking about the Decepticons, he said, why do they always have the better toys, the better weapons? They always got that. They got the good stuff. That's what the enemy does with us. He shows us what looks good and flashy. He shows us, transforms what looks good and flashy, but is done to deceive. The enemy of your life is a Decepticon. He will come in tall, dark, and handsome. He will come with her with that smile and the short skirt. He will come for our young people in the way of you don't have to get an education. He will come in the way of you don't have to work. But guess what? He's done it to deceive you. He's done it to deceive you so that you can have eternal life with him because there are plenty, and, and hear me when I say this, there are plenty of people that are going to hell. And that's the reality of the whole thing. Everybody is not going to heaven. It's some people that are going to bite that apple and live according to Satan's will and they're going to die because they're going to keep thinking they have tomorrow to give their life to Christ. And it does not come. So in order to, when you partner with Christ, you are, part, you are partnering with your eternal life and your salvation. And I'm going to leave it right there because this is a good place to leave it at right there. Because we are his partners. All heads bowed, all hearts. Matter of fact, before we do that, any questions? Anybody got any comments? Any questions? That's the cash. Yes, sir. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Everybody, this is Pastor Cash and his lovely bride, Jasmine. Amen. I had the opportunity of marrying them earlier this year. It's, it's a blessing. We are, we are connected. We are connected with their ministry. Man, it is, their ministry is called Born Again Ministries. Born Again Ministries. And they're a phenomenal ministry couple. Um, and also their partner, Jalen. Amen. And so they, I love them. They are closely knitted to my heart. Anybody, any other questions or comments? Anybody else? I don't want to miss this opportunity. Amen. Amen. All heads bowed, all hearts open.
Father God, we thank you, God, for this opportunity. We thank you, God, for this word. God, we ask right now that this word is sealed on each and every last one of our hearts, God, so that we can not just be followers, but we can become partners with you, God. Partners have an invested interest in seeing the kingdom advance. Partners have an invested interest in your word, in your purpose, and your plan for our life, God. So, God, if there's anybody under the sound of my voice that does not know you, God, we ask right now that you speak to them. If there's anybody right now, God, that does not have a relationship with you, we ask that you speak to them right now. If there's anybody who needs a renewal of their relationship, God, that we ask that you speak to them right now. It is in your son Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Listen, if you're online, we, we, I told y'all I wasn't going to hold y'all long. If y'all online and you're watching, you should have been here. Amen. <laughs> next week, if you want to join us here next week, where we will we will not continue with partners, but we're going to dive more into each and every each and every Thursday. We're going to dive more into this new series with the Bible study for Monster and Me. If you want to know the preview for it, we're talking about anger. Amen. We're going to deal with anger this Sunday. Amen. And, and God is really stirring this thing up and he's going to develop with this. Amen. So be blessed. Go in peace. Enjoy your evening. And I'm going to enjoy my birthday. Amen. Amen. <laughs>